You are listening to the Halftime Stuff. Now here are your hosts, Brett and Curtis. What is going on, world? We are the Halftime Subs. We are coming off the bench, coming into the game, and coming into your sports lives. We are back. We had a little week hiatus. Ty is here. Curtis is away right now. We'll touch on that here in a second. But Ty, welcome back, sir. What's up, guys? What's up? Ty is here. He is going to play. He's like a skinny Curtis. He just forgot to eat. Oh, God. Did like, a line, <laughs> did like a line of Coke or something. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Curtis and the fam. They're going through a hard loss right now. They just lost their grandfather, so y'all check in up on him. And we're going to keep him in our prayers, guys. Yep. We um we were, we were hit with some sadness, so we had to take a little hiatus. We wanted to take a few days. So, Curtis, we are here for you, bro. And when you come back, we can't wait to have you back and to your family all of our thoughts and prayers are with your family uh all over from florida to buffalo because i know you're up there doing your whole bills mafia thing too while yeah you're there, rest you know in peace to them too you know go titans ouch oh <laughs> we went right from sentimental to right just man bringing heat Anyways, so we are back. We have a packed show tonight. We are going to be covering everything from the Dallas Cowboys to the Cleveland Browns. We're going to touch NBA. We're going to touch some college football. What is going on with all these damn injuries? And we're also going to give you some fantasy tips and hints, guys. This is what we do. Yes, so sir. I want to start off with this. There are certain times and certain teams and certain people that elevate themselves, right? Yeah. Now, certain teams are really really good and they might have like a good combination okay so you think like back in the day like with the Niners and Walsh you know tons Mm -hmm. of talent okay yeah or you think of Belichick and Brady yeah right all right tons coach you know coach and player big air now sometimes there's teams that are really really good despite the coaching it doesn't matter who's the coach because they're just that good yeah okay bad boys pistons okay so following me right yeah all right and then there's certain times where the team's like, eh, but the coach is so good that it doesn't matter because he gets in there. Think of like Coach K. Because some of those Duke teams yeah, yeah. weren't always that great or had all the talent in the world, but he made them great. Think about Tom Izzo. He's another one that was like that. Mm-hmm. Think about when Dungy got to Tampa. They had some they had some young talent, but they were raw and they weren't that good. But then Dungy started to mold them. Mm-hmm. So you think of guys like Sir Alex Ferguson. Okay. And for Manchester United, the greatest soccer coach of all time. When he got there, I know you don't know about soccer. <laughs> I was like, who is that? I, I know you don't, <laughs> But, like, for, for him, he's the greatest coach ever. Before he got there, United wasn't that good for a while. Then he gets there. He molds that talent. You have the golden generation come through with Rooney and Beckham and Scholes and all the guys. And next thing you know, they're dusting everybody. They're the biggest and best team in the world. So, there's, there's times like that. And at certain times, there's just talent that will win out. Mm-hmm. So, my question, and the reason I bring this up, is the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. The Dallas, and we know I love Dallas. Like, I, I do. I, I love the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have this massive amount of talent. Okay? Yeah. They both have, sides of the ball, they, too. Both sides of the ball. They are ridiculously talented. They have very talented coordinators that are very smart. 
Dan Quinn, as much as he messed up in Atlanta, he is a fantastic defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. He was a great defensive mind before he was a head coach. Then you look at guys on offense like Kellen Moore. He has proven to be a fantastic offensive coordinator. In yeah. fact, he's probably the future head coach of the Cowboys. So, can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl despite Mike McCarthy? Of course. Is it because of talent? Because McCarthy's troubles are troublesome. Like, there are some times where you look at something like, ah, it's not that big a deal. Then there's other times you look at a coach who makes a bad decision and you go, how the hell does he still have his job? I mean, but talent can speak real loud. Like, you can't just make a Trevon Diggs overnight. Like it's not just that. Like, but I'm I'm just saying like that's just an example. But it's just like those guys uh, at the end of the day, despite what happens on offense, the defense can win you a championship. We've seen that before. No, it can. But think about this with Mike McCarthy. Okay, his last year in Green Bay. What were they? Seven and I think that's seven wins that year. I believe so. Yeah. Something seven eight wins. I don't think they were much better than that. Since he left, they back to back years went to the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with is 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 Matt Lafleur that much of a better coach, or is it was Mike McCarthy's message falling on deaf ears? What what was it? Because there's a reason he left. You know what I'm saying? Him and Aaron yeah. did get along and everything, but he comes here to Dallas, and as talented as they are, you've seen bad clock management again, which has just followed him his entire career. You have questionable timeouts you have questionable play calls you've got you know a story coming out where kellen wanted to call something and and he didn't like it so he called a timeout but well, i the, see what you're and saying, then man. dak and then dak ended up audibling into the call that kellen wanted so it didn't oh, matter God. anyways <laughs> so like my point is is dallas has a ridiculous amount of talent the defense last year was historically bad Mm-hmm. All of a sudden this year, they can stop the run, they can take the ball away, they can get to the quarterback, but they do get hit for big plays, you know, a la this past weekend. Trayvon Diggs, pick six, he does what he does. Next know, play. Next he, play, 75 yards. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's my question to that is, yes, Dallas is really, really, really good. And I do think they're one of the most talented teams in the league. But... Can Mike McCarthy stay out of the way? Like, what does he do, really? Besides make really bad decisions when it comes to time management, like clock management. Like, because Kellen Moore completely runs everything on offense, or mm-hmm. saying. And Dan Quinn completely runs everything on defense. So what exactly is Mike McCarthy's role, just to make sure it doesn't go off the rails? Because it seems to go off the rails when he gets too involved. Yeah. At least from my perspective as a fan you know, we're we're by fans for fans, so that's kind of my. He's that opinion. I mean, he he's gonna tip the scale. So if they don't figure it out, he's gonna figure it out. If he feels like they're going over the edge, he tries to throw in his opinion in it. Obviously, it's not the best of opinion because we've seen the, you know, fruitions of it. But it's just like. I don't know. I feel like they can still win a championship despite him. Though. They could. And, again, I don't want to, like, jinx him because I feel like every time that I full-blown start believing, okay, this Dallas team's for real is when I shoot myself in the foot. Oh, I was God. so scared of that with the Bucks last year. So, like, because I've grown up rooting for the Bucks, going mm-hmm. to Bucks games with my, my dad and everything. We go to the Bucks games. In the afternoon, we watch the Cowboys. 
So then that's where my love for the Cowboys comes from because I was a kid and, you know, you had Troy and yeah. Emmett and Irving and, you know, just like anybody. You're a kid, you liked it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I kind of wonder, though, could he hold them back? Like, let's say they play Tampa again, okay, because they play Tampa great. Dallas yeah. is the only team so far in the NFL who hasn't had a shit game. They haven't. Yeah. They played yeah. Tampa to the wire. They have blown out some teams. They have, you know, had close games. They won a tough game in New England, which it's hard to win in New England. The Bucks had a hard time winning in New England. The Cowboys had a hard time winning in New England. You know, Belichick is a masterful mind when it comes to defense. Um, but they keep finding a way. Dallas just keeps finding a way. So my question is, is could Mike McCarthy be the reason they lose? Or could he be a reason they win? Like, that's the scenario. Is there a scenario where we see they won a game because of Mike McCarthy's call? So I don't see that. I, I can't see that. And from what you just because gave if you me look as at, an example, right. it'll make it hard for me to see that. Because then you just put me at the other side of the mirror where I look at Belichick and his call could determine the outcome of a lot of games that has determined the outcome. Come right. out a lot of games, like so it's Bruce, just like like Bruce Arian is notorious for letting his coaches coach, right? Mm-hmm. Would you trust, let's say, in an NFC Championship game? Okay, so and we know the Bucks got a coaching staff. That coaching staff is legit, yeah. and a healthy Bucks team. So I'm, I'm preferencing this. They're healthy. Would you trust Mike McCarthy stepping in on an offensive play call because he doesn't like what Kellen Moore likes, and says, "You know what? I think this is a better idea." trying to match wits for wits with Todd Bowles with the game on the line. Nah, that scared See, me. That right, scared like, the hell okay. out of me. Nah. How, about this one? <laughs> All right, how about this one? How about he gets involved in the deep for whatever reason, because Mike McCarthy's not a defensive mind, but he tells Dan Quinn, hey man, I think they're going to do this. You need to be paying attention to this. Would you trust that savers Sean McVay's offensive mind? Hell nah. No. But if he stays, now hold on, let me flip this. If he stays out of it, could you trust Dan Quinn's defensive mind alone versus Sean McVay's offensive mind? I say yes. Yeah. That that would make more sense. Right. Because we, we watched the game. Yeah. I mean, like, so, we've seen it. It was and, working and, in and, a sense. And, and the same thing, would you, would you trust, say, Dan Quinn's defensive mind versus, like, say, with the Bucks with Byron? Now, I still think Byron's one of the, up and coming coaches in the league, like I think that I could, that guy's outstanding as an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a closer matchup as opposed to McCarthy trying to get involved and throw his two cents on off an offense versus a guy like say Dan Quinn or versus a guy like I'm sorry not Dan Quinn uh, Todd Bowles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I would trust Todd Bowles over Mike McCarthy any day of the week. Um. So just, I don't know, man, it's just something's been on my mind. You know, you see a lot of stuff coming out in the, in the media right now. Yeah. Well, talking about it. And I get it. But I also realize that I think this year he's gone into completely trusting Dak. And you're seeing Dak make every single call at the line. Dak has turned With, into a whole other monster this year. You know, year and he's not, he's not scared to get out of a pass play and to give it to Zeke. That's another thing. He's not scared to turn around and hand that ball to Zeke or Pollard. I was going to say and Zeke them, or them, Pollard. Yeah, them man. boys are mowing people over. 
So, and that that's why this part, that's another thing too, is that offense is so good that other offenses are having to press. So it's putting the Cowboys in a situation to where we can pin our ears back. We're going to go get the quarterback and we can trust Diggs and the boys in the in the secondary to, to go nab that ball if it's up in the air for too long. Yes, sir. Um, anyways, though, that was just something I want to pose to you. You know what I'm saying? To see where you, if you felt the same way I felt, you know, for the first 12 minutes of this year. <laughs> <laughs> Started going off the rails already. All right, so the next thing I want to get into real quick is the Browns. The Browns. Who are they? Exactly. Oh. Okay. But see, that's actually who I want, what I want to ask. Who are they? See, now, before the year started, they were a pretty sexy pick to win the even to come out of the AFC even. Yeah. They really were. I, and I was on that train. Like, I was one of those believers thinking they could come together. It was a great start. I mean. However, now the games are being played. Yeah. And Baker is showing everything that i wondered but i said you know what he's past it no he's not past it not at all and you keep hearing these stories like well they need to get rid of obj it's obj's fault i i think that i can argue that like would you are you are you do you feel like it's obj's fault that they can't combine or do you feel like it's a baker thing i feel like it's more of a baker thing i do too you're the team captain you're the leader like what are you doing take control of your team like we just stated he's doing commercials what you mean what's he doing that, man he's got book club see that's he's the, getting locked out the bro. stadium for groceries <laughs> this, that's the crazy <laughs> stuff that's what i was thinking like when we did our week one podcast about aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I, was, I all you seen was aaron Rodgers commercials all the back mm-hmm. to back to back so i'm like this man is just like out of it maybe he's just out of it yeah, and but that's has got talent though. yeah you but, but at the yeah. same time it was like a switch that we had to flip because it's more of a, like he didn't seem interested he didn't know if he wanted to go stay this that and the other but when we look at baker we know he wants to stay and all but it's just like when are you going to flip that switch and we see baker mayfield but is there a switch in his career so far, he's 27 and 25. Is there a switch? Has he shown there's a switch? Think about it. He's in some circles, he's more known for his antics in college, like grabbing his dick on the sideline when Homeboy wouldn't shake his hand during the rivalry oh, game. God. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's more yeah. known for that in some circles than he is for being a star quarterback for, for the Browns because he's not a star quarterback. If he were to line Baker up, Versus the top quarterbacks in the AFC. And I want you to think about this. The top quarterbacks in the AFC are all young. Yeah. They're all his age. Mahomes, Herbert, Allen. All those guys are his age. I can't put them above anybody. Lamar. Lamar's his age. He's not touching none of them dudes. No. Mahomes already beat him this year. Herbert's already beat him this year. (laughs) Lamar's going to beat him this year. Yeah, he ain't gonna be able to do them. And everybody's talking about well, there's injuries. There's injuries on every team in the NFL. There's not a single team that the Baltimore Ravens have more injuries than anybody, and they're still winning football games. It doesn't matter if it's close. It doesn't matter if it's holding one of the best. Them. They're at the top of the division right they now. They are, and they absolutely obliterated the Chargers this weekend. And but, we didn't even see that coming. Like I didn't think it was going to be that much of a. I actually turned that. That was my pick of the week. Was the Ravens over the Chargers when we I did a thing that I have to do with the place that I work. <laughs> you like how I worded around that? <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't see it. I thought Justin was going to have a better game than he had. But back to Baker. I just think it's a Baker thing, and I don't. Like you said, with the switch, I feel like he could. I feel like I can see a. 
good Baker. I feel like he can turn it turn it into something at least. All right. I'm not saying he's gonna be a superstar, but he'd be okay. I'm gonna put my Bill Simmons hat on. You know how Bill Simmons is always talking about his wild NBA trades. Oh God. You ready? Are you ready? 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 All right. Think about this, okay? You got Chubb. You got a healthy Kareem next year, okay? Mm-hmm. You have the offensive line that is great as the best offensive line in football. You got a pretty good defense when they're not getting worn down. Yeah. Russell wants out of Seattle. Russell Wilson. I don't want him to put on that jersey. Goes to the shit Browns. Oh, God. All right. Wearing the doo-doo brown. Russell Wilson as quarterback for that team? He'll make something happen. It's legit. Yeah. Okay, how about this one even? Ready for this one? How about Jimmy Garoppolo? I like that, too. And we talked about that move, too. I'm just saying. That Jimmy Garoppolo move. There's some scenarios here to where that team could take off. I don't, you're not, I'm telling y'all, Baker Mayfield's gone. It's not an OBJ problem. No. It's not. Because OBJ has had shit quarterbacks throwing him the ball before. There wasn't an issue. And he still got his yards, still got his touchdowns. Yes. It's not an OBJ problem, guys. It's a Baker Mayfield problem. Baker Mayfield has probably the best one-two back combination in the league. They're the best offensive line in the league. He's got Odo Beckham Jr. on one side. So you have a deep threat. He has two very legit, I mean really almost three legit tight ends. Mm-hmm. How, what, why, can't, why can't he get over 170 yards? Why is it a big game when he touches 225, 230? Oh, Baker had a big game. He passed for 230 and two touchdowns. Justin Herbert I was just and Patty Mahomes the, and those boys are doing that in the first half. What are we talking say, about? All like, the young boys are already what, doing. What are we that. talking about? <laughs> like, so that's just kind of my. I'm, I'm trying to wonder. Like, I don't think Baker's the guy, man. Baker out of there. Baker out. I don't know, man. Before the end of the season, Baker out. You think you think Baker can cook? I don't think Baker can cook. I think that's mm-hmm. why he's always getting them groceries and stuff out the that's car. That's why he's still staying at the stadium. He can't cook. Mm-mm. Little mama, he got be cooking. Oh God, she, she be doing the bacon, you know. And if she ain't careful, she's going to bring home the bacon. Hey, I feel like... that's what I did there? Bacon, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo would be a good fit, though. I can see that. I can actually see I mean, that. It's just a thought, you know. I figure Bill Simmons always comes out with the the he fun runs out the rest of his career there. Yeah, I can see that happening. Like, I don't know. I just I feel like that could be a thing. I feel like Russ would be a push. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude, Russell Wilson with that offensive line and that running game. Oh, and you get and you get Jarvis back next year. Oh, I'm just saying. We'll be looking at the five and one Browns. Oh God. Baker just seems to, to me. Baker just seems like he gets a little scared and nervous to pull the trigger. It seems like, and, and he's late when he needs to throw it. He's always that second half second late. OBJ when he's going deep, you got to hit him a stride. There's only a certain window in the NFL. Yeah. If you can't hit that window in the NFL, it ain't like college. You know, it's these guys are all these guys are all getting paid too. You know. So I just don't think Baker's the guy. I don't yeah. think it's an OBJ problem. I think this whole OBJ needs to be traded thing is insane to me. That is absolutely insane. OBJ, even if he's two or three steps slower than OBJ in New York, is still better than, you know, 
at least a third of the receivers in the NFL. That is true. Like, I just, I don't, I don't get it at all. Anyways, on to the next subject. You know, just wanted to touch on that for a second. On to my Buckies. Buckies, Buckies, Buckies. We keep on rolling. We're going to beat the shit out of the Bears this weekend. Um, yes, sir. My little fuzzy-headed Jew. I know you a Bears fan. Not you. I'm talking to someone else. You know who you are because I know you listen. <laughs> we going to whoop that ass this week, boy. Just so you're clear. Yeah. Just so we aware. However, I am going to say this. Now. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of change gears a little bit with this gum. Put my fantasy hat on. Say, Put my fantasy hat on. Okay, Bucks are gonna beat the shit out of them. I, I don't have any doubt. This game's 35-20. You know, I see that a beating. Um, however, I would start possibly maybe Allen Robinson as a flex, or even the what's the second uh, Mooney, right? The second, yes, yeah. sir. Think about this. The Bucks give up. Uh, they're 27th in the league in fantasy points against for, for, for wide receivers. So I'm just saying it might not be bad. And they're going to have to throw a lot. Justin Fields is going to be on his back probably a lot. You know. But. This is not a Khalil Herbert week. No. It's not. It is not. Um, Pierre Paul. All of them. No, just please yeah. don't. So, <laughs> however, they're going to have to throw to keep up. Yeah. Because no one's running the ball in the box. They're just not. So they're going to have to throw the ball to keep up. And I think that Allen is a speedy, deep threat guy that can get downfield. And the Bucks secondary is just absolutely obliterated with injuries. It's sad, man. It was dro- they're just dropping. Like, every week somebody's hurting. And it's just like, it is. it's, it's sad, man. It's hard. And it's weird because I know there's injuries every year. But I feel like this year we're, we're not just seeing injuries. We're seeing Big injuries. Yeah, ACLs, like... Everywhere. Oh Two people on the stretcher this week. And, and I feel oh like... God. I also feel like we're seeing more hamstring and calves than we ever seen before, too. Nobody's stretching, bro. Er, right. <laughs> we need to go do Pilates before the game. Do some Pilates, drink some water, eat some bananas, something. Jesus Get something. Christ. Y'all better be drinking some milk. Get that vitamin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get them bones strong. Something. This ain't right. Sorry, guys. I needed the drink. Um... However, I think the Bucks' defense is a fantastic play this week. Oh, yeah. Most they are, definitely. They're going to get some turnovers. They're probably going to have a handful of sacks, and, and this game's probably not going to be close. Um, but I, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't be scared to start Allen Robinson or uh, Mooney. Right? Is it Mooney? Right? Yeah, it's Mooney. Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, what do you think? Would you be, would you be nerve-wracked about starting one of those? I don't think I would, just because the no. secondary is so injured. I and mean, they're going to have to throw the ball a gajillion times just to try to keep up. It's the same thing that um, the last team did against. So it's little short passes. Boop, boop. Just try to get it in the window if it you will. can fit it in the window. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's, here's another thing, though, is the Bears' offensive line isn't scared to get Justin Fields demolished. I so. was just – They amazing. are not scared to let that kid That's why I said if you can get it in the window because it's just God, like they man. don't care about that guy. I just want you to think about this. He's going to have to figure out something because that offensive line is going to have to figure out a way to get JPP on one side – Shaq on the other, and they're going to have to find a way for Devin not to knock his fucking head off his shoulders <laughs> coming up the middle. I feel bad for him. Oh, God. Even though I'm, I'm a, I like Justin Fields. Like, I'm a Justin Fields guy. Like, I am I am signed, sealed, delivered. I like Justin Fields. I just think he's in an awful situation. It's going to be sad, bro. I think he's in a really, really rough situation. I just, I don't, 
Oh. They're going to get five sacks this game. <laughs> I think so, too. I think we're looking like, at a four or five sack game. Somebody's going up like ten positions on the sack yeah, list. Someone, yeah, somebody's. <laughs> this is going to be bad. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised, too. Not only are you going to see JPP and Shaq getting sacks, but you see uh, my boy Joe Tryon. Oh, God. Yeah, I like that kid, man. He's got a motor, and he comes fast off that edge. I like him. I think you probably get a sack or two out of him. If Devin actually hits the quarterback when he comes up the middle because he missed Mac Jones last week, mm. and or I'm and then he missed I'm sorry he missed Jalen last week, then he missed he missed uh, Mac the week before. Y'all had Jalen spook. Jalen couldn't even throw an out route. I was like Jesus Christ. Jalen, okay, Jalen has no help. Do you realize every game this year they've started the new offense? They've started the new set of offensive linemen. That's another one. Philly fans, see, you just brought me right into this one. Oh, I'm, I'm tr- over here listening I'm to Philly sorry, fans. Philly. Yeah, Philly, <laughs> we got we got an issue, bro. For one, for one, fuck all your teams. Two, <laughs> y'all gotta chill out with Jalen. That kid has no help, none. And there was that one point in the game where Jalen had 20 dropbacks, and he was he was rushed. Uh, he, I'm sorry, he was hurried on like thir- it was 13 or 14 of them. How do y'all expect that kid to do anything when y'all when y'all haven't you are having him run for his life the entire game? Very literally. Now the coaching staff's doing new favors either because they don't run the football. They're averaging like five to seven carries out of a running back a game. It's not like y'all are waiting for Joe Falco to play. Like, like we don't, what are we doing? Like, please get that man help. Jalen is showing he can play. Y'all just got to give that man some time. He's only had, what, nine career starts? And we're talking about him like he's like Baker with, you know, 52 career starts? Get out of here with that mess. Let that kid figure it out because he's showing he has it. He's doing it while running for his life. And then in the middle of it, he's like the third-rated fantasy quarterback, too, which I understand fantasy yeah. doesn't always relate to in a, to, to the real life. That means he's still trying to work something out. He's still like, doing something that the rest of your team is not doing. God, Philly, figure that shit out, man. Y'all got to get off that, dude. Y'all need to get on your coach, get on your offensive line, get on your offensive coordinator, get on your defensive coordinator if y'all getting blasted every week. The whole damn team. That whole team, man. Y'all are getting fucking stretched like Mia Khalifa. Oh, come God. on. <laughs> Y'all want to talk bad about Jalen? Get out of here. I ain't here for that shit. Get out of here. Like that Mia Khalifa reference? Oh, good. Mm. I think I said her name right, right? Yeah. For there you we young, go. Huh? Young listeners. We're here. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Y'all know who she is. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I want to touch this real quick. While we're talking about Tom Brady and the, uh, the Bucks, and basically think of Tom Brady, MVP. So far this year for MVP, Ooh, all man. we're hearing is Lamar, Kyler, Tom, Lamar, Kyler, Josh, Tom, Josh, Justin. You know, Lamar, Kyler, Josh, Tom, a little bit of Justin. No well, Derek. That's my question. Why are we not hearing Derek Henry? Three teddies, 127 yards? Derrick Henry leads the league in rushing again by over 200 yards right now as his closest competitor. 200 yards easily. He has 10 touchdowns already. He's on pace for over 2,000 yards and 27 touchdowns. Oh, my God. What, what the hell does he have to do? 
What are we talking about right now? Well, it's a quarterback league. Nah, bro. He's King Henry for that. Uh, it's a Derrick Henry league. You seen Des Bryant tweeted talking about some. Derrick Henry is the player that we all created as children on Madden. It is. <laughs> Did you see he hit 21 miles per hour yesterday when he broke out on that, that run last night? I don't doubt it. 21 like, miles an hour. That man. He's like 240 pounds. He's a freight train, man. <laughs> Like he 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 was stiff arming dudes all the way back into their mother's womb. Like what the fuck? Are, how is he not the MVP? <laughs> the Titans have four wins, and it's because Derrick Henry went off in all four of those games. Even in the loss, he still went off. Yes, even in the loss, he's gone nuts. Like what is going on? Now Tom Brady leads the league in passing. He's got over two thousand yards passing already. He's got seventeen touchdowns, which is second in the league. Lamar's got sixteen yards passing, nine touchdowns. He's got three hundred ninety-two yards rushing, which is seventh in the league, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler's got seventeen yards, fourteen touchdowns, undefeated. He's looked great. I think he's passing for like he's completing at like seventy-six percent, which is just insane. Um, I mean, I, I get all that. And Josh Allen's had and a really good start. He just got a new weapon too. Yeah. Right. Oh God. So, I get that, but none of that, maybe Brady because of his age. Okay, so Brady leading league in passing and the second leading in touchdowns, due to age to me, is probably a little more impressive. However, Derrick Henry is running people over legitimately. <laughs> like, they're having to peel them out of the grass. Anytime. He's running for like 150 yards a game, and that's just in the first half. I'm totally being sarcastic. But nonetheless, you get what I'm saying. Anytime they have to bring out real players for you to stiff arm during practice, mm-hmm. yeah. that should tell you you're different. Yeah, that, that's insane. <laughs> the whole That whole segment they do on NFL Network, like the angry runs, do you realize that's Derrick Henry? Every game. Every game. Like Every th- That run. whole segment could be nothing but Derrick Henry the entire time. It is that wild. He stiff-armed the one boy from Buffalo last night, and he was out for, like, four plays afterwards. Like, he was trying to regather his mind or whatever. I don't even know how. I mean, I just don't know. He pushed his damn helmet into his Coaches face. Coaches ask him, hey, son, you okay? And he's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you give him that little head tap. You know, I need yeah. sub. <laughs> like, y'all got it. I don't know what's going on, but y'all got to recognize Derrick Henry's MVP right now. And it's not, to me, it's Derrick Henry, then Tom Brady, and then everybody else. Yeah. And I feel like there's a gap, too. Like, as much as I like what Lamar and Kyler and those guys are doing, I feel like there's a gap. I feel like it's Derrick Henry, and then Tom Brady just a little bit of low, and then I feel like there's there's kind of a wider gap there. Um, I can see that, yeah. And I don't, I, I feel like it's not even Not knocking the other guys. Though. No, there's nothing bad about the other guys. I'm, I'm the, What the other guys have done is insane. It's just not what Derrick Henry and Tom Brady are doing insane. Like, what they're doing is good. What those two are doing is out of their minds. I think it was last week we looked up and Tom Brady had over 200 passing yards before the half. Yeah. Tom Brady has three Hall of Fame careers at this point. Like, that's where we're at. He has, like, he has a 20 to 30, 30 to 40, and 40 to 44 Hall of Fame career right now. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild what they're doing and they're like oh no well it's Kyler well Kyler is the hot take of the month he's doing fantastic team's undefeated I get it however Brady's got better numbers Brady's doing it at a 44 years old and Derrick Henry is full-blown digging grace for people 
Like, they should just call him Gravedigger. With his palm. That's the crazy part. Like, he is. Like... He's having guys, when he goes to hit certain DBs, that literally cower. Like, they start to tackle him, and then the light bulb goes off that they're about to try to hit a linebacker who's running 20 miles an hour. Because that's what he's in. Do you realize you could put Derrick Henry at defensive end and he'd probably average two or three sacks a game and then go run for 120 still? <laughs> he's just that much of a freak. I was telling somebody today, I was like, do you really think Ryan Tannehill is winning the games? Yeah, no. No, no not at all. Not even a little bit. I don't even think he's the captain of the offense. No, Derrick. <laughs> no, what happens is, is Ryan Tannehill breaks through the huddle. They go to the line. And then as he goes to get ready to start his cadence, Derrick Henry goes, hey, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the audible. <laughs> I need 50 more. <laughs> like, as soon, and this is what's even wilder. When the time comes, which is very rare, and I understand why they try to get in Julio because they're trying to get it where the box isn't stacked all the time. So when the time comes where Derrick Henry only sees, like when he only sees seven guys in the box, it's an instant. <laughs> Come on. There's only seven of them. We got this. We got yeah. this. We got five on five I'm there. I'm going I, for 30 I, I can, off this I, one. I can drag two. The five. The lineman got them five. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll Superman cape the other guys. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's where it's at with him. He's so insane. And y'all just need to give him some respect, guys. Like, all you, you four-letter network, you three-letter network, y'all talking about the wrong person, bro. It's Derrick Henry. And then Tom Brady. And then there's a massive gap after that. And then we can talk about Lamar and Kyler and Josh and Justin and, and Patty and, and all the boys. I, I get it. I understand. It's just this. not what those two are doing. It's just not. Tom is going out there with arthritis, broken finger, and back pain. Straight up, man. Just like slinging. You know gun what? Actually, slinging. he actually, did you see the video he posted? You know how he does the victory videos? Mm-hmm. For like the first time, actually, in his career, he actually did look a little tired in that video. <laughs> a, little bit, a little bit worn out. But you had, what, three games in like 11 days or something like that? Yeah. So that'll, that'll take it out of you. A little tired. Speaking of the Bucks. So, Bucks, Bears, we're going to pick a few games for y'all. Bucks, uh, we'll start off with that one. The Bucks are absolutely going to beat the shit out of the Bears. I don't feel like there's much more I can say. <laughs> That's just what's going to happen. Yes, sir. So when it comes to the Bucks, Bears, Ty, who you got? I got the Bucks, bro. It's it's. I, what's the what's the spread? It doesn't even matter. But no, what's I'm the not, spread? I'm, I don't, I'm not to it yet. I don't know. I, I lost my page. Oh man. <laughs> so professional here. Anyways, it's Bucks by twelve and a half. Bucks by forty. Ouch, Jesus! All right, so I want to just go through a couple of bigger games for this next week, and then from there, what's the game of the week? To me, um, all right. To me, it is Chiefs Titans. To me, that's the best game, probably followed by the maybe Broncos Browns. You know what I think? Hmm. Ravens Bengals. Yeah, this, all right, Ravens Bengals. That's another one. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be the showtime right, game. I'm going to say week. Chiefs Titans, and then yeah, I'm with you then on that one. The Bengals Ravens are probably the best two games. All right, so let's pick. All right, who who are you going to take in the Chiefs and the Titans? Chiefs and Titans. Chief, Chiefs and Titans. Now it's in Tennessee again. We just saw they did the Buffalo in Tennessee, and Buffalo beat the shit out of Kansas City in Kansas City. 
Does Patty Mahomes, can they get a big enough lead to take Derrick Henry out of the game? That's the mm-hmm. only way to, to take Derrick Henry out. you got to blow them out early to force Tannehill to have to throw the ball a bunch. That's your only opportunity to keep Derrick Henry out of the game. I'm not saying Tannehill can't throw the ball. But I think they could squeeze that victory out, to be honest with you. You know what I think Tennessee's going to do? They're like, Derek, six yards and just hit the ground. And just the whole way down the field. And that's how they keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. I mean, hey, seven yards of carry, but then just fall down. Run the defense into shit. Why but not? then you're going to have the problem of like of what happened last night, of what looks like it's going to be like a seven-yard gain, and they busted for 75. Oh, my God. <laughs> he did that, and I instantly go, oh, man, Curtis. As upset as he is, I know that's your boy on fantasy. So how you feeling, bro? Like, like hey, where, where are we at? Are you glad that you got the points? Isn't or? it weird how fantasy will do that to you too? <laughs> like, you want your team to win, but like one of your big time players is going against your team, so you're sitting there going, "All right, listen, I need you to go off, but I need y'all to lose." Is that a thing? Does that work that way? <laughs> like, need 200 yards from you, but I need us to win by. 50. Yeah. The. Uh, Chiefs are favored by five and a half. So the Titans are home dogs by five and a half. Second week in a row, they're home dogs. I'm going to take the Titans. I I feel like they'll squeeze by this one. I don't know if if they win, but I think they cover. I'm going to take the Titans too. And I think that defense couldn't stop stop a leaky faucet. Derrick Henry's going to bust holes in bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Derrick Henry. Coming for the heat, kid. The badger comes in. The badger's in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Derek Henry is walking up to people going, hey, I like that chain. (laughs) (laughs) Here, man, my bad. Here, bro. Here, bro. I need this. All right, so who you got in the Bengals Ravens? I said this today, and the diehard Ravens fan got mad. The Bengals... Now, you give me preferences by saying you don't you hate the Ravens. I know. But this preferences. is different though. Okay. This is this is different though. I do I don't like the Ravens, but I do respect their game. I respect Lamar by all means because as much as I hate the little jump throws, it works. Whatever works for you works. <laughs> so but I think the Bengals are a team that should be five and one right now. Okay. And I think they kick this game. I think they take this game and lose the next game they play against them. Uh, it's in Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore. I feel you on that. All I don't, right, I don't yeah. see no wrong. Like, I, it's just, like, I, I feel like Baltimore can win this game, but I think that this will be the game that I the think, Bills take from them, and then they'll come back and beat the, the, the I, Bengals. I mean, I'm sorry. I think this is the fun game. I think this game has every opportunity to be a little bit high scoring. Um, Lamar, let's just face it, Lamar does his thing. Um, another thing is that the Baltimore Ravens have a pretty decent defense, so it could be a little bit lower scoring. Because yeah, and the Bengals, oh, the Bengals can play a little defense; they really can. However, then like, again, the Bengals were down fourteen zero to the Jags, so I mean, I like, anything could. Happen. I, I like Lamar more than I like Joe as much as I like Joe Burrow. How about that one? In the state of Ohio, would you take Joe Burrow? Or Baker Mayfield. I'd take Burrow. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's not, not even a question. Yeah. Man, poor Baker can't get no love. I'm gonna find somebody I'd take over Baker. I mean, it might be on the bench, but I'll find somebody that I'll take Baker over. Um anyways, I think Lamar does his thing. I do think it has a chance to be like a fun scoring game though. That 
27-24, somewhere in there. If, if Tucker gets the ball to end the game, you might as well say the Ravens won. Now, the next game that I want to pick, not because I think it's going to be a good game, it's because the spread is so fucking insane. Texans-Cardinals. It's the Cardinals by 17 and a half. Oh, my God. They realize how many points that is? 17 and a half. The Cardinals got to win by 18 to cover. <laughs> it's Bro, like... I understand it's the Texans. Dude, that is a lot. It's like when you see an Alabama versus like Florida Atlantic. It like is it's exactly what it is. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Star Wars and the dude's like, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> like, this is the trap. Like, guys, 17 and a half. If there's ever a time to just take the money line and do the outright, this is it. Like, this is that moment. That is, 17 and a half is insane. So would you take them at 17 and a half? No. No? No. I'm, I don't know if I would either, man. That's a lot. You know what? I'll take them. You're going to take them? I will take the Cardinals. That's going to be a crazy, let's write write it a crazy cover. I'm let's, not even going to lie. Let's write it down. The Cardinals by 18 at that point. You gotta cut me. Oh, <laughs> God. The Cardinals, the by, Cardinals 18. by 18. Oh, Zach Ertz plays these day. Oh. I mean, you're basically looking at him like, all right, you gotta win by three touchdowns. And I can see a scenario of Kyler beating them by three touchdowns. Kyler has all three touchdowns that they beat them by. Like, I can see Two that. yard runs just into the end zone. Now, I do wanna pick. There's two games I wanna do. Now, the one game I feel like is the shit bowl, which is Monday night. And it wouldn't have been, but it is going to be. And I was very torn. Like, what's the worst game? To me, I was going to say the Falcons and Dolphins. But the more I look at it, I feel like the Saints and Seahawks might be the worst game. And I'm, I want us to pick, like, a really bad game. And let's just see how it goes. Saints and Seahawks. So I'll leave it up to you. Do you want to do Saints and Seahawks? Or do you want to do Falcons and Dolphins? What shitty game do you want to pick? And we'll, and we're gonna start doing this every week, and we'll call I'm just the, like over the whole Miami. We'll Dolphins do the toilet thing. bowl. We'll do the uh, toilet bowl. Bro. No, you're not on that. I'm not on the Miami. Hey, Tua Dolphins. looked good last week, though. I'm glad he's back. I'm yeah. glad he's healthy. I think Tua looked good. I don't think it's a Tua problem. I think it's a coaching problem and a personnel problem. You be on the coach's head, like you don't give them no lex. It's at the all. coach's jobs to have you prepared. But it's your job to perform. It is, but you have to perform because you're prepared. That is true. Like, Tua does the best of what he can with what he has. And Brian Flores in Miami. So, why can't you say that for Baker? Because Baker's team is loaded with fucking talent. Baker's just trash. I don't know if he's trash. I just don't think he's that guy. He had the best one two running back combination in the league. He had the best offensive line in the league. You have a really good defense, and you have OBJ and Jarvis. I understand they've had injuries and everything, but you still have at least one of the two in your lineup every week. What, what What's the problem? Tua you has have, Waddle. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, Tua has Waddle. He has That's waddle. the whole thing. Tua gets hit so many times, he's got a Waddle after the game. Like, what are we talking about? Alright, so let's do Saints-Seahawks. You cool with that for the shit bowl? Yes. Alright. Here you got Saints, Seahawks, and why? Now, it's in Seattle, and Seattle is a five-and-a-half-point dog, which is kind of wild to me. How do you feel about it? Gino can't finish games, and... Oh, my God. Jameis is just either really on 
or he's ice cold. And well, Seattle's kind of cold, so how yeah. you feeling? Gino doesn't bring it home. Jameis steals the crab legs today. I'm going to go opposite route. I think Seattle wins. Gino showed me he couldn't and finish the game ca- last And at worst week. case scenario, they cover. Yeah, I, I can see them covering. Yeah. Like, I just, but, I, I think, and it's in Seattle, they're going across the country, which never, never goes well for teams when they go across country. Jameis has never shown to go across country and play well. Like, he's going to be more interested in whale watching than he is playing football, probably. Oh. <laughs> um, but, I mean, unless Kamara goes wild, I think Seattle wins. I'm going to take Seattle and the points. I wish I could take the points and Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me Jameis. Jameis steals the crab's legs this time. I think he gets through with it. Now, y'all hear that? Mm. Now, guys, right now, we're starting a new segment. Ty, before the show started said something about a game that he believes is going to happen. This is Ty's high pick of the week. <laughs> Ty, you said somebody's going to get their first win this weekend. Oh, yes, sir. All right, Ty. Tell me about it. All right, guys. My boy's going to come home with a dub. Who? Who's coming home with a dub? In the big D. The Big D? The Big D. Who's Big D? <laughs> Detroit's going to come home with their first win oh. this week, man. Them boys deserve it. They deserve a win, man. Oh, my gosh. They deserve a win. <laughs> so, Detroit goes to L.A. and puts it on them. Nah, hell no. Nah. What do you mean? You said they're going to win. They, they ease by. They don't put it on them. They ease by. But they win. But they win. Okay. So, Ty's high pick of the week. Yes, sir. Detroit brings it home in L.A. Detroit brings it home in L.A. I want to jump on board so bad. <laughs> Bro, you got to put your faith in them boys deserve it so bad. They deserve it. Do they deserve it? I think they probably do. Man, that coach started crying and everything. And I was oh, like, oh, man. I'm I'd be heartbroken. So, I'm just saying. All right. So, Ty's <laughs> high pick of the week. Detroit over the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. And the sad part is I have Cooper Cup on my fantasy. <laughs> well, that's like one of those scenarios where, like, I hope my man goes off. But <laughs> Can y'all please lose? So, just if you're wondering, since you're taking the Lions, you have 15 and a half points to play with. Yes, sir. I'll take every last one of them. (laughs) The spreads on these games this week, 17 and a half. Green Bay by 9 and a half. The Bucks by 12 and a half. Uh, LA by 15 and a half. The Seahawks are five and a half dogs at home. Like, there is some wild, wild. I got some points. I'll, I'll use all. Give me every last one of them, boss. I'm just saying. That's, that's, a, that's a biggie. All right, guys. The next thing I want to go into is I want to touch on something I'm very passionate about that I haven't had much chance to talk about because we've been so focused on NFL. And I want to talk about college football. But I don't want to talk about just college football. 
altogether. There's a lot of teams I don't give a shit about. What I want to talk about is a team I do give a shit about. The Florida Gators. Been a real couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? LSU. LSU won. Ed Orgeron still got fired. <laughs> like, I don't know how that happens. But this is what I want to talk about. Loyalty. Now, when I say loyalty, in most scenarios, loyalty is a very good thing. We can agree, right? Yes, sir. Like, you're, you're loyal to your friends, you're loyal to your family, you're loyal to your wife, you're loyal to, you know, whatever it is. You know, you're loyal to your kids. In the words of 21, I'd rather have loyalty than love. Okay, there you go. So, loyalty over love. But you got to understand, loyalty, loyalty is, is something that's very, very important. How about this one? Loyalty is killing the Gator season. With that. Why do you think that though? Okay. Dan Mullen is loyal to a T. And, and I love Dan. I, Dan Mullen should not be fired. All these people talking about Dan Mullen should be fired. Y'all y'all are out of your fucking mind. Um <laughs> that is what it is. Yeah. Dan Mullen is a fantastic football coach. Loyalty is killing this football team now. The loyalty that is being shown to Emory Jones. I understand the kid's got talent, because he does. He has talent. But he's struggling between the ears. He's not seeing things. You gotta get him out of there. Anthony Richardson is continually showing that he's more talented than Emory Jones. And Emory Jones is talented. I'm not saying he's not. This is not a knock at Emory. He's talented. He's just not that guy talented. AR-15 is immensely talented. The, The loyalty being shown to Todd Grantham, the defensive coordinator, it's killing the defense. They have continually gotten worse over the past three years. Yeah. That's, but he's loyal to his guy. And Grantham, I'm not saying Grantham's a bad coach, but the message is falling on deaf ears. And he is showing loyalty to a scheme that is not fitting his players. Okay? Now, we keep showing loyalty to continuously running the same plays on offense with Anthony Richardson. And then... People, fans are going, well, he hasn't been as effective the past couple weeks. No, y'all are just blind. When you run the same exact play four, five, six times in a two-week stretch, what do you think? The defense, If fans notice it, do you think a defensive coordinator is not going to notice it? Who gets paid oh, to they them? done picked up and sold it right to right. somebody else. Okay, so if we're showing loyalty to a defensive coordinator who's not doing it, okay? With a defensive scheme that's not fit for the players this year. It's just not. We're showing the same loyalty to Emory Jones. And I understand he's been there for years. I understand he's had a wait. I, I get it. I do. And he showed he showed loyalty by staying. So I understand. But he's not that guy. We're also showing loyalty to a offensive scheme. Again, I love Dan Mullen. He is an offensive genius. He truly is. Anywhere he's gone, their offense has been insane in the membrane it doesn't matter when he was a coordinator at florida it doesn't matter when he was at mississippi state it doesn't matter now he's back at florida every year his team was a top offensive has top offensive numbers in some type of categories whether it's passing rushing scoring something he is a brilliant coach but that has got to stop you can't keep calling the same couple plays for a kid who only plays six or seven plays but in those six or seven plays ends up busting one because he hurdles a fucking dude or he carries a guy or he stiff arms a guy back into the womb 
<laughs> I tried to just sit here yeah. and listen. Yeah, and yeah, you come out. out with the foolishness. <laughs> so, I think you got to start cutting ties. I think Grantham's got to go. I, I think that it's time to change up the defense. I think Grantham needs to go. And it's time for AR-15 to go. Let the kid play. When he finally started playing extended time versus LSU, and they gave him more than a package of six plays, he started lighting up LSU. And I understand LSU is not top of the you know top of their game this year. I get that, but they are still LSU, and they are still some of the best recruits in the country. And he went out there and started lighting them dudes up from off the bench. And it was a good game. It was going like, back and forth. And so back and forth. give the kid the the keys to the car. It's his time. Emery's had a shot. He wrecked it. Todd Grantham, you gave him a shot to run that defense now for a few years. Guess what, man? He's 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 left you no gas in the tank. You run out of gas on defense. So do you just sit him for a few games, or do you just no, sit him? No, Emery sits. You can't go back to him because now, now you're showing indecisiveness. Be decisive. That's part of coaching. Dang. When you make your decision, you got to make a choice. That's your decision. And sometimes your decision is wrong, and guess what? You got to cut ties and make another decision. That is part of coaching. AR fifteen to anybody who watches football is immensely more talented. Give the kid the keys, open up the playbook, let him actually play. Let's not do this whole restrictor plate racing thing. NASCAR sucks. And let's take the training wheels off. The kid can play. He can run the place. He lit up LSU when he had a chance. Give the kid the keys. It's time for AR fifteen. I understand loyalty. Loyalty is very important in this world. However, loyalty is killing the Florida Gators football season this year. I can see. How you like it? Huh? Look at that. You broke it down. You hey, broke it down. you know what I'm saying? I had to get it on that for a minute. All right, I want to switch gears, guys. It's one of my favorite times of year. NBA season's here. There's so much sports right now. So you have, you know, lightning hockey. You know, I understand there's other hockey, but no one gives a shit. Hey, there's hey, the hey, NB- NBA is going. That's what I just said. It's lightning hockey. Oh, and then no one oh, gives a shit. Okay. NBA's back. NBA tipped off tonight. Giannis has been doing his thing. You got Major League Baseball playoffs. The Dodgers came back and beat the Braves. The Braves were up 5-2. Dodgers came back 1-6-5. Oh, God, go away. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> and uh, tell me how you really feel. Oh, God. Um, anyways. Uh, but I want to talk some NBA, man. I want to shift gears. Let's go into some high gear. And I want to talk NBA. And what is going on with, again, Philadelphia? <laughs> I don't even want to speak on it, dog. <laughs> ben kicked out of practice. Told Doc, I ain't playing defense. Yeah, like, what are you doing, my guy? Okay, so here's my question to you. Is this arrogance? Is this idiocy? Or, or, hear me out, is this genius and we're just not catching it in what sense though okay hear me out oh he put on the cap again yeah hear hear me out hear me out all right he wanted to leave last year right yeah okay but and through the summer he wanted to leave And, and it was known that he wanted to leave so teams weren't willing to give up a massive number because they know that he wanted out right yeah. They were willing to give up something, just not the astronomical stars that that Philly was trying to get for him. It was just insane. You know, they're talking about like six first round draft picks and stuff. You're smoking crack. That's insane. 
All right. He can't even hear me. Out. Backs out of the gym. <laughs> so he can't get a trade because no one's willing to pay that number, right? But if he doesn't show up, and they're like, okay, well, we're wasting money on a roster spot. We need help still. Embiid needs help. Yeah. All right. So we're at practice. He's getting his workout in. So he's starting to get back in shape. He's getting in basketball shape. I don't want to do that, coach. All right, go home. All right. Cool. I'll go home. You create turmoil within the team. Embiid today. I don't want to talk about that shit. Doc, I don't think you wanted to be here. He's forcing himself into a trade. And because he has single-handedly destroyed his own trade market, they're not going to get all these first-round picks now. He can't even ask for that. You can't go out there and ask for three, four, five first-round picks and another starter. Now you can go, hey, I'll give you a first-rounder this year and a second-rounder next year. Yeah, You know, we'll take them off your hands for you. With that ridiculous contract, we'll take them off your hands. He's going to go to Toronto or someplace. Oh, but no, 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 no. They won't trade him in the East. He'll go to the West. Because Philly's not going to want to play him. Philly doesn't have to go through him. Who are you going through? You're acting like he's... Uh, I'm not saying he's like the next I'm best thing. Say, uh, I'm just saying, if, <laughs> if you put Ben Simmons on a team around a bunch of shooters, dude, that team's legit. What are we talking about? Ben Simmons can play defense. He can move the ball. He can get to the rim. He just can't shoot worth a damn. Like, he can do those three things. Yeah. You put him on a team that's surrounded by shooters, that team's good. You know, so that team's good. So, he single-handedly lowers his market value on purpose so that more teams can get involved to help push a trade. Because so if a team comes through now and says, hey, we'll give you two your first rounds, yeah, Right. Right. Instantly, right? Yeah. Come on over to the Lakers. We'll take him. Just wherever. Just, you know, whether it's whoever. <laughs> but I'm just saying, is there a touch of genius here? From his point of view. Or is yeah. this just or is or this, or is this just, is this just me going like way over and everything this and this is just straight, straight he's being a dumbass and it's like no nah, it is I mean from what you just said, it could be that, but it also could just be like, yo, you're just what if they just be like, No, nobody wants you. Yeah, but that's not true. If you put him on the market for for something that's a decent price, dude, teams are coming knocking with the astronomical asking price they're asking for. They were saying that the Celtics were all in on it, but they were asking for like you know, eighteen years worth of first round draft picks. And oh my god, Tatum and all kinds of dumb shit. Like, I'm just saying that. Is I understand this is kind of an asshole way to do it, but there might be a touch of genius here, actually. But it's not actually coming from Ben. This is this is his agent or somebody. I don't. Maybe it is coming from him. I mean, maybe it's like a combination. Like they, that's what your agent's supposed to do, right? Like he's supposed to say, "Hey, listen, this is gonna look a little bad, but this actually might be able to force us out tomorrow when you go to practice." Tell Doc, no, nah, I don't want to do that. Like and then this, Doc's going to be like, all right, deuces, bro. I feel like that's what's going to happen more to Kyrie than Ben Simmons. And Doc has a lot of control and say-so over the roster. I'm, I'm just saying there, you know? 
Somebody tell Brett to take off his hat. Man, he be thinking too deep. I'm telling you, I got that Ben Simmons <laughs> hat on. I'm I'm rolling with it. All right. So that's just my thought. It's just an idea. Just just a just a wondering. I think it's a, I think it's a legit thought. He can make some happen. I just I like it. All right. So next thing I want to get into the other day we did the East last week. I want to do the West tonight. One through ten. And I have a list I have compiled that I think could be the 10. And guys, this is our Not So Locks NBA Western Conference Edition. Now, we all know that Orlando Magic are going to win the East. We're not questioning it. (laughs) If you don't like it, go to hell. Oh god. <laughs> this man. <laughs> just kidding. I just want my bias to show real quick. Anyways, so what I'm thinking in the West, okay? I think Utah one, Suns two, Mavs three, Lakers four, Warriors five, and they could be scary because they're gonna get clay back. Nuggets, I have questions just because of their health. However, Nuggets have a legit roster. Blazers, Grizzlies, and this is where I struggled. For that 9-10 spot, okay? For those 9-10 play-ons. Play-ons. Play-ins. Clippers, Timberwolves, Pelicans. I really struggled picking between those three teams. I don't think the Clippers are that good. I, no. feel, like, I feel like they're the overrated pick this year just because Paul George. And like, well, if Kawhi happens to come back, Kawhi ain't coming back this year. I honestly felt that way last year. But I was like, it was just like... Yeah, I think Paul George is I really can. good, and he has a decent supporting cast, so I'll take Clippers, 9. And I really struggle between Timberwolves and Pelicans for that 10 spot. I like Zion a lot. Like, that's probably my favorite player in the NBA right now. And so I'm going to take the Pelicans, but I just wouldn't be surprised if it's the Timberwolves who get in that 10 spot. They have a lot of really, really, really good young talent. Okay. So what you thinking, man? I actually like your list, to be honest with you. Hey! I'm just going to switch up just a couple of them. Okay, do your thing, man. Don't let your bias show too bad, you Laker fan. Oh, don't worry. It's not even that he's a Laker fan. He's he's a LeBron fan. Oh, that hurts. (laughs) That hurts hard. I absolutely despise LeBron. No offense to you LeBron fans out there. I just... I just don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I'm a Kobe till I die. Alright, so I'm gonna go with Utah first, as you said. Okay. Sun second. I'm gonna go Lakers, then Mavs. Okay. And then I'm gonna take... Hmm. I'm going to take the Nuggets. I'm going to put the Nuggets in there mm-hmm. over the Warriors. What kind of Nuggets do you like? Like, What's your favorite chicken nugget? Personally? Yeah, we're going off the rails. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to have to go with PDQ. Yeah, those are some good chicken nuggets. Yeah, everything's fresh, always. Yeah. Every time. I like PDQs. That can better than Chick-fil-A's, too? Oh, yeah, hands down. I, I respect you, I respect Chick Fil A. Now, are you a Chick Fil A person? Do you like Chick Fil A? Yeah, like religiously. I'm I am a rewards now, on, member, red team member, on everything. The, on the uh, on the sandwich, pickle, no pickle, spicy, no spicy, spicy, no pickle, spicy. Oh, no pickles. Yeah, I go with the pickle and the spicy. I can't eat pickles. Oh, really? No, no, sir. Why not? I don't know. My body just doesn't agree. Do you like cucumbers? 
I'm fine with cucumbers, but I don't know why the pickle messes me up. I don't know what's wrong with that. Like it hurts your stomach or just don't yeah. like Really? Yes, sir. Man, pickle juice for life, kid. Oh. So PDQ nugget, but Chick-fil-A sandwich. See. This is the wrong route we're going, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, and then you need a Baja Blast from Taco Bell. All right, so I got to tell you, dude, I can't stand the Baja Blast. Why? That's uh, Hold on, time yeah, out. I don't Pause. like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Why? I never have. Mountain Dew to me is one flavor. Yeah, Orig- Baja Blast. No, that's original it. Mountain Dew. That is it. No, that's disgusting. No, you're out of your mind. Baja, Baja Blast, Blast, the best flavor ever. No, Baja Blast is what Mountain Dew shit out, and then you get the remnants. No, that's Code Red. No, that's what they vomit out. Oh, God. Is Code Red still a thing? They still do that? Unfortunately. It's still like a once a year type of thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. So what are the flavors of Mountain Dew now? Just Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew? Yeah. Hey, see? Only one will survive. You ever seen the movie The One? That's why you can only get Baja Blast at one place. Yeah. Because it's that exclusive. That's Jet like Lee VIP. proved there can only be one, and Mountain Dew has now proved it too. There is only one Mountain oh, Dew, God. the original Mountain Dew. Take care of Taco Bell. All right. Poor little Chihuahua. And then... They threw him out like he was nothing. Oh, yeah. Ran him over. I think we just put him back over the border. I don't even (laughs) remember. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then I'm going to go... he's at my wife's grandparents' house. What I'm at? One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to go... Grizzlies, Blazers... Spurs slide in. Oh, see, I don't like their roster at all. I think the Spurs slide in. And that's, where then that co- that's where that coaching comes in. Clippers. Pelicans. Okay. All right, so no Timberwolves? No Timberwolves. Do you just not like the Timberwolves? Or? I just feel like they just don't make it. They don't make that last young, minute. young still? Yeah. They are young, but I, I like that team, man. Really got some good young talent. However, you know who's got really good young talent? Don't say it. Please don't. The future reigning, defending Eastern Conference champions. There's a lot of sarcasm in this. <laughs> Orlando Magic Basketball. I, I love the Magic. I don't care what <laughs> no one says. Magic to the moon, baby. All right. I just want to throw this out there real quick. Tomorrow we kick, we uh, tip off. So, today, I work all day. I'm doing my whole, you know, thing. And uh, get done working, go in the yard, throw the football around with the kids for a minute, and try to fly a kite. My fat ass is like Charlie Brown. I can't fly a kite. Never works. And I am trying. My kids want me to, like, teach them how to fly a kite, like, just to peel the curtain back a little bit. My children want me to teach them how to fly a kite, but Dad can't fly a kite. So it's more or less I wait till the wind picks up really good and I just lift it high as I can and have them run across the yard and then yes, it picks sir. up for a minute. It picks up for just long enough for them to get really excited and then it falls and then at that point we can all start clapping together because that was a victory. The kite flew for three and a half seconds. I feel Boom. that. I do it with my son and all the time. <laughs> father of the year <laughs> shit. Um, so I went all day today. All day today thinking it was Wednesday. I'm over here in my mind. I'm going, oh, yeah, the magic tip off tonight. We're going to put it on the Spurs, get that first road win. And then I got home, turned the TV on, and I was like. No Cole Anthony? That's 
why are those white dudes skating on the ice like that? Right now? <laughs> 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 this ain't this ain't basketball. I, don't get me wrong. I don't, it's not like I hate hockey. It's just it doesn't you know, really do it for me. Like I watch the I watch the the Lightning when they get to the playoffs, and that's about it for me. Um, yeah, I went all day thinking it was Wednesday. <laughs> I was so like, do you know when you get like really excited for something and then you realize it's a day away, or like you wake up early by accident, you're like, oh, today's the day away. Oh no, I woke up early for nothing. Damn, that was me. But at seven thirty at night. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> After working all day, and just hit me. Real quick, man. If the Magic can get healthy, and we see some of the progression that we needed to see in guys like Cole and Chuma, Mo is looking, say, Mo, Mo is Mo looking, looking good, solid. Um, you know, he was averaging fifteen and I think eight or something like that during the preseason. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. getting the extension, so they obviously believe in him. If that team can just stay healthy, J.I. get back, Fultz get back, and then your starting five might be some of the best young talent in the NBA. Because you're talking about Fultz, Jalen, J.I., Chuma, and either Bamba and Wendell Carter Jr. That is, that's, a, that's a wild five, six guys right there. And then you're talking about guys like Cole Anthony and Terrence Ross and R.J. Hampton coming off the bench. Yeah. That team is is stacked with young, young talent. I understand. I'll say it again. Young. But this team really likes playing with each other. And they're good. They are. The Lakers are the complete opposite. We got really, really old talent. Yes. The Lakers are the L-A-A-R-P. I get it. L-A-A-R-P, anything like that. Um, We're going to play you guys. It's going to be like, what you going to do? I think we play, all, we play all in Orlando in January, I think. We should go to the game. We're going to go live from the game, guys. Oh, that would actually be a great idea. Do some of the YouTube live stuff. So I finally set up our YouTube channel and forgot to post any video on it. Okay. Till this moment right here. I'm this t- many years old. <laughs> <laughs> when I remember it. That I started the YouTube channel and didn't post a single damn video. I got I got lost doing something else. Once we hit a thousand subscribers, guys, I'm gonna be giving away an autographed jersey. It's not gonna be announced until we hit around like what on YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. go ahead and give away an autographed jersey to one of our followers, guys. To start with, I gotta post a video because I have not done that. However, once we post the first video, if I ever remember to do that, then the. We will pick somebody, and they have to be at the first thousand subscribers, right? Yeah, first right. thousand. So we'll randomly pick somebody of the first thousand subscribers, and uh, go that route. No, what we should do. We should do like a like share thing too. Like you have to subscribe, like yeah. share type deal. Bring should... in five more listeners, guys. That always works. Wouldn't that be right? You bring it. If you bring us an extra forty-five new listeners, you get <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. <laughs> Anyways, I just I really do. I think the magic will be really good. I think once they get healthy, that lineup is going to be super awesome. Oh, and we will be doing updates from our um, fantasy basketball too, as well, guys. Yes, so that's kicking off. It's going right now. Uh, we went on with sleeper. Uh, Sleeper is our choice for our fantasy football and our fantasy basketball. 
We enjoy using them. And as always, all of our fantasy stuff is brought to you by Salty Pecker Outfitters. If you have an old desk that really needs some love, it's been passed down for generations, there's nowhere else to go but Salty Pecker Outfitters. They absolutely can clean it up, stain it up, and make it look, in all of its glory, brand ass new again. They do fantastic work. The holidays are coming up. Get just, if you want a wood-handled knife, guess where you go? Salty Pecker Outfitters. You want a new cutting board? Where do you go? Salty Pecker Outfitters. If you want a championship trophy for your fantasy league, where did I go? Salty Pecker Outfitters. So thank you for sponsoring our fantasy leagues this year. Yep. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that face I had and everything, man. I was on it. I was trying so hard. Yes. Anyways, guys, we are so thankful for them. They, uh, they, they're making a really cool trophy for us. Anyways, um... Yeah, man. So Magic Stay Healthy, we're here. Guys, this is the end of the show. I would like to thank a few people really quick. And we have picked up about a thousand new listeners here over the past month and a half from very literally all over the world. We could not be more excited to have y'all with us. We could not be prouder to have y'all with us. We're trying to do a good job for you. Uh, I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing most of the time. In fact, Ty can completely attest to this. I was over here struggling with the computer as I was getting it going. Hey, but we got it working, guys. We got it working. And we are just so thankful for y'all. Um, we've really come a lot further than I thought we were going to, uh, to the point where I had a meeting with like one of the biggest beer companies in the world today. Like, what in the hell am I doing? <laughs> like, what, what is happening? So, guys, thank you so much. We have so much more content coming. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can hear everything on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much, Ty. Thank you, sir. Peace out, guys. Guys, we are out. Y'all have a great rest of your day, rest of your night, and the rest of your week.